Hello there, Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of seven books, host of two PBS specials, here again to bring you another tip on how to help you create the life you want. Specifically, how to use my life from the top of the mind philosophy to bring more clarity, confidence, creativity into everything you do. Today I want to look at negative emotions, especially looking at them, kind of the purpose of them or how to deal with them. Because that's something as a psychologist people come to me a lot and speak of. They talk about being stressed, they talk about being frustrated, anxious, depressed, worried, overwhelmed, jealous, angry, all very understandable. And yet most people kind of recognize that, you know, I'd like to have more influence in those things. I'd like to not be driven by those kind of emotions because often when I find myself feeling that or thinking that or feeding that, then the result is rarely positive. So what I like to do is look at negative emotions in terms of their purpose. What role can they play in life? For example, grieving. Grieving is a negative emotion. Often we're sad, where we're maybe angry or feeling remorse, whatever. Grieving actually is a process by which we deal with the trauma of the past. If we can make the grief mean something, if it means that, you know, hey, when I'm in a situation, in a relationship, or when I'm connected with someone, and that relationship ends, or that person dies, I'm going to feel sad, I'm going to feel remorse, I'm going to feel, uh, I'm going to feel bad, and that's not only okay, that really speaks to how much I care. So all of a sudden that feeling becomes interpreted as, this means I care, this is a, I'm a person who cares in relationships, versus, oh yeah, yeah, next, who's next, whatever. So that's good. Let's look at how we can look at all those other negative emotions and maybe look at them maybe for in basically what they were meant for. I like to look at them in terms of they are an alert. There's something I talk about in my seminars that stress, anger, frustration, all of that is actually like a little uh, warning signal that comes on our dashboard of our car. We see that and that's an alert. So what we want to do is then make sure we are responding to that alert in a purposeful way. And I think there's three things we want to ask ourselves. Number one, is this a dangerous situation? Do I need to react without thinking? Do I need to either fight something or run away from it? If so, terrific. The good news is we are hardwired for that. And if we are truly in a dangerous situation where we are physically in danger, chances are that response will kick in without us even thinking. Two, is it something we need to pay attention to? Does it mean there's something going on in a relationship that needs our attention? Is there something going on in our life that needs our attention? Is there something that this negative emotion is giving us an alert about that really deserves our attention, some sort of action we need to take? Or is this a perception alert? Are we looking at a situation and perceiving it in a way that has us reacting, but it's really that perception that is the problem more so than any situation that's happening out there? In my books and seminars, I talk about three people responding to a dog in three ways. One person believes dogs are dangerous and runs away. The other person loves dogs and runs toward them for a hug. The other person has never seen a dog before and is totally confused. So the situation is the same. It's the same dog, but you got three totally different reactions based on perception. So what we've got to do is recognize that we have certain perceptions that have been built up over time. And we can look at those and say, okay, how long have I been thinking about dogs or people or situations this way? Did I kind of learn this in my family somewhere? Is this where I picked this up? 
Or is this something that is familiar to me? Have I been reacting to certain types of people and situations this way for a long time? If so, we know we've got some old neural pathways. You know, for those of you who follow my life from the top of the mind philosophy, you know that all of this has to do with how the brain processes information. So we've got this middle part of the brain, the limbic system, that acts is like a, a scanner, a processor, or a router. It scans incoming data, processes it or interprets it, and then either sends it down to the brainstem, where we go into fight or flight, or up to the neocortex, where we can then act upon that particular alert in a purposeful way, in a way we would recommend to someone we love. So here's what I like to do. I give people models for being able to bring more purposefulness to life, be able to have more influence in the, in the quality of the life you're creating. So the model in the second part of my book starts with purpose. What is the purpose of this negative emotion? Is it valuable? Is it an alert of some sign? Does the alert tell me that I'm in danger? Does the alert tell me that this is something that needs my attention? Does an alert tell me that this is basically an old perception or a perception that is not giving me good information and I want to minimize that particular interpretation? The second part of the model is our past. We've got to look at how our past, our old beliefs, our old experiences have colored our interpretations. So if we have certain experiences in the past that keep coming up and have us kind of responding to life in a kind of a fight or flight or a negative way, we want to look at that and begin to reframe that, reshape that old perception of whatever it was in a way we would recommend to someone we love. So there's purpose, our past. The third is what's called the wisdom of serenity. This is about accepting what we can't change, changing what we can. We're not going to be able to totally change the fact that we've got some old neural pathways that go from our limbic system down to our brainstem, and we're going to find ourselves reacting to certain types of people and situations in that way for a while until we create new neural pathways going from our limbic system up to our neocortex, which means practicing this new way of being in terms of negative emotions, how we are dealing with them. But we've got to be able to accept that for a while that's going to happen. We just don't want to feed it. It's not that we don't feel it. We just don't want to feed it. So we've got purpose, our past, the wisdom of serenity, which is based on the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I can't change, the courage to change the things I can, the wisdom to know the difference. The fourth part of the model is the energy we use to address the situation. Is it love versus fear? Is it awareness versus worry? Is it optimism versus pessimism? We want to make sure we're choosing a certain energy to address the alert because that choice comes from the part of the brain that makes purposeful choices, which is this upper 80% of the brain. What's the energy we would recommend to someone we love? Optimism versus pessimism, love versus fear, uh, awareness versus worry. The last step in the model is about responsibility. We want to have the ability to respond. That's what I mean by responsibility. We want to be able to respond to life in a way that we would recommend to someone we love that has been chosen purposefully. And we want to take 100% responsibility for our ability to respond. That means we don't need something or someone out there to change before we respond to it in a purposeful way. That doesn't mean we won't act upon it to create some changes, but we're acting upon it from this very purposeful part of the brain. We're not needing it to change so that we feel a certain way. So purpose, our past, the wisdom of serenity, the energy and responsibility, that spells power, P-O-W-E-R, because I believe that when we go into a situation clear 
about our highest purpose, the qualities and characteristics we want to bring, the purpose of negative emotions and how to deal with them, clear about our old past habits and tendencies and beliefs and whether we want to hold on to them or change them, clear about the wisdom of serenity so we're actively accepting what we can't change, having the courage to change the things we can, clear about the energy we choose, optimism, pessimism, worry, fear, um, love versus fear, awareness versus worry, and clear about our willingness to take 100% responsibility for this process, we become more powerful. We become more influential in our lives and in the lives of others. This is what I teach. This is what my system is all about. This is what my book, Life from the Top of the Mind, is all about. I get to go around the world teaching organizations and individuals how to basically bring this philosophy to life, how to have more influence in the quality of your life and in the lives of others by making sure you're coming from this clear, confident, creative, compassionate part of the brain. If this is something you would like to learn, or if you feel this would be valuable for those in your organization, all you got to do is go to my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com, hit the contact button, let me know what you're interested in, and I would love to talk with you about that. In the meantime, if you're liking these videos, please hit the like button. You know how YouTube, uh, Pinterest, <laughs> uh, Facebook, love it when you like it. Share it with your friends if you feel it would be valuable. It's always great to have new subscribers, new friends on Facebook. And again, this is about me bringing my best to you so that you can take it, use it in whatever way you feel best. So here's to you, bringing more clarity, confidence, creativity to everything you do. And I look forward to seeing you in the next video.